Hello, it's me, Doncho, and welcome to Doncho Voice. I want to call this technically the first episode of Doncho Voice, since the last one was just an introduction episode, where I was just telling you a tad bit about myself, letting you know where you could contact me to ask me any questions, things like that. Like I said there as well, this is not a super professional podcast. This is really just me being me and um, explaining things to you guys as I bring the topics up on Twitter and you guys vote for them and me just talking about them and you guys asking me questions and things like that. So what won on my first poll, which surprised the hell out of me, was Nin Principles, which I don't know why I'm too surprised because I do understand why people are confused, especially when you look at the older, not older, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The deeper stuff when it comes to Nin. For example, when you look at Gyo, Ren, Ten, Ko, you know, stuff like that, you guys can get confused. And I used to be confused too. I watched Hunter Hunter like five times. It was on Wikipedia like every other day whenever I could trying to fully, fully get it. But it really isn't that complicated when you get it. I sort of was making it more complicated than what it was personally myself when I was reading into it um, originally. So really, I just want to be here and just break it down for you guys and really just let you know that it's not that complicated of a magic system. Um, I think where the complication comes in is the application of Nin. So as we all know, Nin is the sense. It's a special energy that embodies the life force of a person. So it's basically the total energy of a human. It's the aura within you, the aura that represent who you are. Now, when it comes to the term aura, I know a lot of you guys are thinking A-U-R-A, when really you should be thinking O-R-A. This is why. The reason why you should be thinking O-R-A is because in the Hunter Hunter universe, when we start to get into quantifying then, that is what's used, O-R-A. So let's talk, let's talk about Knuckle for a second. As we know, Knuckle has the bankruptcy ability. And so with the bankruptcy ability, he basically quantifies your nin. And in quantifying your nin, that's how he's able to actually use his ability. I forget exactly how bankrupt works. That's an ability that for some reason never actually sticks in my head. I always have to go to Wikipedia and look up his ability like, okay, what exactly does bankrupt work? But in terms of quantifying um, people's nin ability, I get that part because this maximum aura power and then it's potential aura power and then it's actual aura power. So the maximum aura power is basically the capacity of your body. So the higher your MOP, the more powerful your nin is actually. When it comes to your potential aura power, that is the amount that the, your body's latent aura has. Like, so basically, it's basically the what's the best way to put this? It's basically your threshold. What is your potential level? How far can you go, you know what I'm saying, with your nin? How far can this person go? What is their literally potential? And then when it comes to your actual aura power, it's the amount of aura that can be emitted. So the higher your AOP, the more powerful your nin techniques. But the stronger your nin techniques, you know, you expend a lot of AOP quickly. So that's basically, the simplisticness of when it comes to quantifying NIN and understanding that there are different categories when you're paying attention to someone's NIN level. A lot of people forget that type of stuff because they think, oh yeah, he has NIN, he can use NIN, but you have to pay attention because people's NIN potentials are different. Some people's NIN is naturally just stronger than other people's NIN. That's a really, really, really key thing to me, especially when we talk about the Chimera Ants, where their AOP, and POP 
is ridiculous. Look at UP. I mean, I mean, ridiculously high levels. So, you know, we have to make sure you pay attention to those type of things. Now I want to talk about the four fundamentals of Nen. Ten, Zetsu, Ren, and Hatsu. So as we know, Ten is the wraparound. It's what contains a person's aura and enfolds their body within. It stops people's aging and it stretches their body. A great example of that would be Isaac Netero. Isaac Netero was an extremely old man. Um, even the um, grandfather to Xenozoic, another old man who stood alive, and they just are such great Nen users that they're able to keep their tin and clothes and their their age of course but they don't die of old age things like that then we have zetsu i think zetsu is something that everybody also remembers pretty well it's just you basically severing your connection to your nin for a moment simply so that other people cannot sense your nin then we have rin rin is the practice so when wing unlocked gone and killer was nin and we saw their aura just leaking out of them they had to learn rin in terms of practicing it and making it expand yet not actually emitting it not actually using it in an offensive fashion just expanding their nin and basically learning to keep it controlled in a sense you get what i hope everybody understands what i mean by that and then we have hatsu hatsu is basically your special inability it means release it's whatever your category is you fall into whatever ability you create from that that is your Hatsu. So let's get into the six categories. As we know, there is Enhancer, Transmitter, Emitter, or Transmuter, I'm sorry, Transmuter, Emitter, Manipulator, Conjurer, and Specialist. Now, what's special about the NIN categories is that if you pay attention to the NIN chart, if you look at the things to the left and to the right of whatever category you fall in, you can actually use abilities part of those other categories not whole not a hundred percent i think the max is 80 percent i would have to double check myself on that i apologize but i believe the max is about 80 percent so for example if you're an enhancer you can use a transmuter and emitter abilities if you're a transmuter you can use conjurer and enhancer abilities if you're an emitter you can use a manipulator and enhancer abilities if you're a manipulator you can use emitter and specialist and if you're a conjurer you can use transmitter and specialist Transmuter and specialist. I'm sorry, I keep doing that. Now, the thing is though, being a manipulator and a conjurer, trying to dive into the specialist category, which allows you to use everything, takes a special condition. The only one we know of is Karapika. And that is because when Karapika's eyes turn red, his nin becomes a specialist nin. Emperor's time is not what makes his, him a specialist, just his eyes do. What Emperor Time does is it allows Karapika to use all of the other categories at 100%. I'm gonna repeat that. Just because you're a specialist does not mean you can use all of the categories at 100%. That just means you can touch every single category. Karapika uses Emperor's Time because it allows him to use all other categories at 100%. Of course, for his, of course, the thing he has to do to do that is give a piece of his time spared, as we all know. I don't want to really talk about water divination that much. Really, I just want to talk about how um, 
If you're a conjurer, the water just is gonna have impurities in it. If you're an emitter, the color is gonna be color changed in the water. If you're an enhancer, the cup's gonna overflow. If you're a manipulator, then the leaf is gonna move. If you're a transmuter, then the taste of the water will change. If you're a specialist, any other change other than those other five makes you a specialist. Pretty simple, pretty, you know, straightforward. What I think is really, really cool is he Soka's theory on people's personalities and their name. So for example, Soka believes if you're a conjurer, you're high, strong, you're methodical. If you're an um, emitter, you're impatient and you have no detail. If you're an enhancer, you're simple and you're determined. If you're a manipulator, you're logical and you're at your own pace. If you're a transmuter, you're a whimsical or you're a whimsical liar, you know? And if you're a specialist, you're independent and charismatic. I would personally say the only person that has not fallen into that trope would be Pito, because Pito was a specialist, but I don't necessarily see Pito as independent. Charismatic, yes, which maybe that is where, you know, it gets iffy, but necessarily independent, I wouldn't quite say that simply because we know the Royal Guard, they do everything they do for the king. Now this is when it gets really interesting, and this is where I believe everybody's having their troubles at, is the Nin applications. So Nin applications being Gyo, G-Y-O, N-I-N, Shu, S-H-U, N-E-N, Ko, K-O, Ken, K-E-N, Ryu, R-U-O. I'm sorry, R-Y-U. I'm retarded, I don't know why I'm retarded. Um, so basically, with those, each one of those is taking a fundamental and applying it in a certain way. That's really, really key to remember. So when, you, when you're thinking about the NIN applications, every single fundamental is being used when you're, you, when you're talking about these um, applications. For example, Gyo, which I think is one that everybody knows pretty well, is when you're putting your aura into your eyes so you can see other people's aura, like they're trying to use in, things of that nature. That is an application of Rin practice. You get what I'm saying? In is when you can concealing your nin. That's an application of zetsu. If you're using shu, you encircle yourself, well not yourself, but you encircle an object with your nin. That's ten. You know, I remember like I said with ten, you're putting your engulfing your aura around yourself, strengthening your body, stopping aging. And with shu, for example, if we remember Greed Island, Gone had the shovel, Gone and Killua had their shovels and need to break the rock. To break the rocks easier, they were putting their nin into the tip of the shovels and they started being able to break things 10 times easier because they were using shoe to encircle their nin into the shovels. Excuse me. In is basically a, is a radar. So as we saw with Nobunaga, when Gone and Killua were running away from him and he thought that they were going to try to attack him, he stood still and he used his in to make a circle around his body so he could sense them. That's another application of Ren. Like I said, with Ren, it's a practice where you're pushing your aura out, but you're still controlling it, okay? Then there's Ko. So with Ko, it uses every single one of the four fundamentals, okay? So you need to, it's basically the focus on defending or focus on attacking. And it basically is with their using it in your body. So a great example that I can think of is Gon versus Genthru. When Genthru was trying to blow Gon's arm off before it actually got blown off, he was protecting himself using Ko. 
he was protecting himself, trying to basically defend against the nin attack. You could also use Ko for attacking with your nin with your fist, focusing your nin into your hands and being able to attack. Another great example for that is Zeno when he started walking toward Crollo, getting ready to attack. He put his hand up in an in a attack motion and then we watched how his aura focused all into his hand and it got sharp and powerful. The next one, Ken, is protecting your whole body. So that is a very, very complicated application of Ren, where you're leaving your Nin shrouding your whole body, but in a defensive form. The thing that makes this a very, very, very complicated ability is that you have to be able to do this while fighting, while also being able to attack. So it's a, it's a very strenuous ability as well, because as I said before, as you use your Nin, you're using up your life force. So with Ken, you have your aura around your whole body, and it's there that way if someone, if you was fighting multiple enemies, for example, if you was to be attacked from someone you can't see, your Nin is protecting your body from taking regular damage. Another great example, when Killua was fighting Zushi. Killua hit the shit out of Zushi, but he ate the hit. Why? Because of Ken. Last but not least, there's Ryu, which is the change between Ken and Ko. When I say the change between Ken and Ko, it's from going from Ko using it, focusing it on just one part of your body, going into Ken, it focusing on your whole body, and then vice versa. Another ability that Bisky was trying to teach Gon and Killua when they had them, when she had them spar and fight slowly and with each other using their Nin, because they had to practice how to block each other's abilities using Nin while also counterattacking using Nin. I hope that I hope that made sense to everybody. So I don't really know how much more I could dive into those nin applications because really they're quite straightforward once you actually start to understand what they are. What it is is understanding and remembering their names. Remembering that yo is used for the eyes. Remembering that N is just simply concealing your nin. Remembering that Shu is encircling your encircling your nin, I'm sorry, into an object. Where N is basically you taking your nin and creating a, a radar around yourself. So if someone wants to try to attack you, you can sense that. And Ko is using all of them, being able to enshroud your aura and then being able to either defend with it or attack with it. And Ken is protecting your whole body at once. I know Ko and Ken can get confusing, but with Ko, Ko is really focused, really you can use just focusing on one part of your body. You can focus on just using your hands to attack or just using your hand to block. But with Ken, you have to focus on protecting your whole body. You have to focus on protecting everything around you at once. And in Ryu, is just simply the switch between the two. The switch between you focusing on just attacking with one hand or defending with one hand to defending with your whole body, using your nin towards your whole body, basically.